Hi there. So today I want to talk to you about why sometimes it's totally fine to lose money on ads or just break even on your ads. So quick word warning, we're going to be getting into a little bit of math, but hopefully not so deep that it's going to overcomplicate things. This does not need to be crazy complicated. But I want to talk about times where it might make sense, whether we're talking about Amazon ads, Facebook ads, whatever ads you're running, why it might make sense to lose some money or at least look like you're losing some money. So my apologies ahead of time. Our kids just took themselves on a walk and our dog is really missing them. So if you hear whining in the background, that's all that's going on there. So let's dive into losing money on ads and why anybody would be okay with that. So the simplest reason to explain this would be thinking about losing money on book one in a series. So for example, I have one series where I know that for every person who buys book one, a little less than half of them buy book two, all the way down through book nine, where at least 10% 10, 10 of people who buy book one read all the way to the end of the series. I've measured the numbers enough that I know that for every copy of book one I sell, I'm making more than $8 back when you account for things like paperbacks, audiobooks, and all the other books in that series. So it makes total sense for me to run a Facebook ad where maybe I spend $300 and only make $250 back in sales for book one. Now, my goal is always going to be at least to break even, but even if I lose money on sales of book one, I'm going to keep those ads going because I make so much back and read through. So that's kind of the easiest way to look at this, but sometimes the numbers can be deceitful. So for example, let's say you run an Amazon ad in your Amazon ads dashboard, the numbers that it shows are only gonna reflect the, the dollar amount that you've earned for the book that you're advertising. So if you're advertising book one, it might show you that you've spent $50 and only made $30 back. But again, if you account for the series read through, you might be making way more. Another reason that it could make sense for you to keep ads going, even when it looks like you're losing money, is if your books are in KU. Now, I have lots of reasons why I don't have my books in Kindle Unlimited, and you can listen to some previous episodes I've recorded about why my books aren't in Kindle Unlimited. But if your books are in Kindle Unlimited, which I think is very much a viable option and a personal choice, then also you can lose money on book sales, but recoup it in page reads. So this is most dramatic for some ads that I've run for a 99 cent box set that I've been in with other authors. The book itself is sold for 99 cents. So it's really hard to make a profit with a 99 cent ebook, but we make three to $5 in page reads for every copy we sell of book one in this ebook. So even though it's just a 99 cent book and we're getting really small royalties from it, we're still making three or $4 in page reads per sale. So I wanna pause super quick in case you don't know how to calculate this number. All you're gonna have to do is see how much your series has earned you in all formats over the course of at least a month. It's better if you can go back to maybe like three months and then just divide that number by the number of ebook copies you've sold a book one in that series. That's a really quick way to, to gauge your read-through value. So now you might have ads that, yes, technically you're losing money in sales on book one, but they might be making you an awful lot of money in the rest of the series in a profit. So some people keep it super, super simple. So if you don't like doing the math and the data and the analysis, here's something that you can keep in mind. Keep your ads running as long as you're earning more money from that series than you're spending in ads for that series. It truly can be 
just that simple. It doesn't have to get more complicated than that. It certainly can, but it doesn't have to. So let's talk about other times where even if you account for series read-through, it might make sense to look like you're losing money on a book. So one way to look at it is some of your advertising money can just be billboard space. And what I mean by that is, you know, when a lawyer, for example, pays, I have no idea how much a billboard costs. So let's say he pays $5,000 to get his ad on a billboard. He's not expecting that that day he's going to gain $5,000 worth of business from that one billboard, right? That's not even really trackable. Or another analogy that I've used in the past is when Coke pays, you know, however many million dollars to put a commercial up on the Super Bowl, they're really not expecting people to stop watching the Super Bowl, go to the store and buy, you know, $2 million worth of Coke. Sometimes advertising money is more about visibility and brand awareness, and that's okay. If you have ever participated in a blog tour, I think a blog tour is exactly in this way. I don't need to get my money back on a blog tour the week that my blog tour runs. I'm doing it to get relationships built with the bloggers, to get my book in front of other readers. I don't need to make my money back right there. I'm basically paying for visibility with the blog tour. It's okay for some of your ad money to go toward paying for visibility. One way that I like to do this is to just take a couple hundred dollars a month. It's a very small amount to my total advertising budget. So basically, you know, whatever that would be for you, um, take, I don't know, one to 5% of your advertising budget for the month and treat it just as visibility money where it's okay if you don't make that money back, you are paying for that visibility. And so that's that's another way because there are certain metrics that you really can't put a value to. It can take multiple times for people to see your book cover before they want to buy it, for example. So let's say it takes them seven times to see your book cover before they click the buy button. It makes sense to pay for that book cover to get in front of people and they might not buy exactly at that minute. Okay, so that would be another time where it's okay to lose a little bit of money if you're treating it as visibility money, especially with the new launch. I will often set aside a couple hundred dollars that I'm willing to lose just to get that new book in front of people that I'm going to assume are going to like it. And then you get a lot of other, I don't want to call them intangible benefits because they are tangible, but you, they're not quantifiable in terms of actual monetary value, but you're gonna get more reviews, right? The more books you sell, the more people are going to review it. I heard it at one point people were saying it takes about a hundred sales per one review. I, I think it really, really varies a lot, but in general, the more books you sell, the more people are gonna review it. Reviews we know are great for organic sales, for sales conversion, but you can't put an actual dollar value to a review. You're also going to get a boost in the Amazon algorithm, which is, again, one of those unquantifiable benefits. And so that's why a lot of people are just going to take their advertising money and only compare it to how much they've earned. You know, some people are going to say, OK, how much did I spend on Amazon ads? How much did I make exactly from Amazon ads? Um, whereas it can make sense to lump it all together and it's it's easier on the brain as well. So again, this is another time where it's okay to just say, all right, are you making more money in your series than you're putting into ads? Um, but again, you're getting that 
boost in the Amazon algorithm, which is going to result in more organic sales, but those are sales that you wouldn't have gotten if you hadn't paid for some ad spend in the meeting. So to make it really simple, let's just say you spend $100 in ads for your new book. Your book sells, let's say, uh, 30 copies. You don't make your money back exactly. Let's say it's like a $2.99 book. So you don't, you don't make your money back exactly, but you sell those copies. That gives you a boost in the algorithm. And so Amazon's going to promote your book to more people. And then let's also say that three of those people who bought it leave a review. Five of them go on to buy more books in your series. So there are lots of other things that you really can't measure, but are still going to benefit you in the long run. So that leads me to another benefit that's harder to measure. Now, when you're talking about a series where readers start at book one and they go through to book two, three, four, five, six, and so on, that's fairly easy to measure. But let's say, you know, if you have a series where readers can start anywhere, like I have an Alaska suspense series where it's not the same characters, it's just each story is set in the same town. So technically you can start anywhere in that series for things like that. Or if you just have a standalone, it's harder to know your actual read-through value. I've worked with enough authors and seen enough of their data to know that if you've got a really good book that's a standalone, and then you also have like another book in the same genre, in general, you can expect like 15 to 25% of people to go on to your other book, your other series, or so on. Now, again, that's, um, you know, it's going to vary based on a lot of factors, but in general, that's that's not too bad. And so you're also going to have people who are reading one book that you've written, even if it's a standalone and finding other books of yours, you're going to have some of those people who are going to look you up and sign up for your website. So there are, again, all of these benefits that you can't measure. You can't put a dollar amount to what they're worth. You know, so if someone reads your book and then goes to your website and signs up for your newsletter, and then maybe over the course of three months, they buy every single book that you've you know, that you write or they stay on your newsletter list for a year and buy every single book that you email them about. There's not a way to measure that. But again, it's a time where it can make total sense to lose a little bit of money in your immediate book sales in order to gain some of these long-term benefits down the road. And then the other thing to just keep in mind is don't forget the multiple formats you have for your book. So for example, when I sell a book with Facebook ads, I point people to the ebook version, but some people prefer paperback and some people prefer audiobook. And for most of my books, they're available in all of those formats. And so don't forget that some people are going to buy your book in a different format, which might not show up. So for example, if someone clicks on your Amazon ad, they really like the sound of your book. And so they go and buy the audiobook on Audible. That data is not gonna show up as a sale or as profit in your Amazon ads dashboard, but it's for sure money that you've earned. So again, here's another reason to just look at your bottom line. Are you earning more from that book or that series in all of its formats than you're putting into ad spend? Same thing if your books are wide. When I promote a book on Facebook, I send them to the Kindle ebook version of that book. But some people, what they do is they see that ad, they look for it on Kobo or Nook or wherever they like to read. So when I, even when all I do is advertise the Kindle version, I see sales from the wide stores. So that would be another factor to add in. You can't, you can't quantify that 
you know, to the exact scent, how many people are going to do that. But that's another one of those um, benefits that you get from running ads that might not be factored into your profit calculation. So just to drive a point home, I spent $300 on Facebook ads for a book in my backlist. It was a book that really wasn't doing much organically. And so I said to myself, I'm just going to spend $300 to get this book some visibility, give it a boost in rank. Um, and I, in direct book sales from that exact ad, only made back about $150 in ebook sales from that ad. But the really cool thing that happened is when you also accounted for things like my audiobook sales, because I did see an increase in the audiobook sales. I saw an increase in the wide sales. I also saw an increase in the box set that is kind of related to that series. When you accounted for all of those, I basically broke even, plus got some extra reviews, plus some extra readers, plus that boost in Amazon rank. So again, it looked like it was really unprofitable, but I kept it running and ended up breaking even, which is fine, and got these other benefits as well. So just something to keep in mind when you're looking at your numbers and in the immediate, it looks like your ads are doing really, really poorly. Once you factor in all these other benefits, then you might be actually making a profit. So just a reason to kind of dig a tiny bit deeper into your ad analysis than you otherwise might and to not be too discouraged if you're having a hard time gaining traction with some of your ads. So I hope that was helpful and hope you're having a great day.